Hey, what's going on, my beautiful people? Another great day here inside the Black Actors Studio. I'm your host, Danny Royce, and joining me today is a two-time Emmy Award-winning actor. You know him very well from CBS's network court drama, Judge Judy, as the bailiff. Don't move a muscle. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. <laughs> We're already having a good time here. What's up, folks? Welcome inside the Black Actors Studio. <laughs> Performing in numerous motion pictures and television shows over the course of his illustrious career, Petri is a well-known talent through Hollywood and the world. You've seen him on Everybody Hates Chris, The Parkers, Nash Bridges. Everyone, please welcome. I'm very proud to welcome to Inside the Black Actors Studio, Petri Hawkinsbird. How you doing? Man, I, I'm I'm so pleased that you said my name correctly. <laughs> it's like yeah. I've been I've been in front of 5,000 people and had people go uh, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Petrie Hawkinsbird. Or, the, or, or, or they get it in the wrong direction to go Petrie Bird Hawkins. I'm like, oh god, you know, you know, if that, I, that's crazy. Though. Well, you go as Bird now. You, there right? you go. There but, you go. Like it's like so much easier. You know? right? Like share one, one name. One name. Petrie. Right. Is that's a? Uh, is it an Italian uh, root or actually Latin? Uh, yeah, it's Latin. Yeah. Latin root. Uh, it's uh, Latin for. Peter, which okay, is, yeah. you know, the rock. Right, and, the rock. Know, and so, nice. you know, I, my father, I don't know what he was thinking back then, <laughs> you know, but yeah. hey. God, God bless him. He had vision. Right. <laughs> Speaking of the rock, now you've been uh, you've been a solid rock on Judge Judy for 23 years now. 23 years, man. Man, like, I don't. <laughs> Ever since you were like three. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you you probably never known a world without us, right? <laughs> right. No, I've, I've, vis- I've seen many episodes of Judge Judy and oh my god no, the world has so tell me what it's like uh, first being on a show for, or working with a team for 23 years that's it's crazy it, it's it's like a wow it's like family yeah. you know um, you you see people um, I've I've watch their kids grow up, mm. you know, uh, you know, little kids that used to come and hang out in my dressing room, you know, cause I'm, I'm, I'm the goofy sort. People don't know that, right. but, uh, yeah. but I'm, uh, I have four kids. And so, you know, I was always used to, um, watching my kids. Mm-hmm. And so whenever people would bring their kids to the set, the kids would hang out with me, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and now I see them and they're in college wow. or they have children of their own. And I'm wow. like, Wow, you're getting old because it can't be me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I can't be you. Right? I look the same, don't I? <laughs> hey, but don't crack, right? <laughs> uh, well, we'll get back into Judge Judy in just a little bit, but I like to start off in the beginning. Where sure. were you born? Born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Nice. Crown Heights section of Brooklyn. Brooklyn. That's yeah. the... <laughs> and so, what, is, what was your father's profession? Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, my father um, was a. A drug dealer. Oh, okay. And um, um, and that's that's, that's a, pretty much what he did. Wow. You know, the the entire time I mm-hmm. was coming up. You know. Okay. And um, what was your uh, what was your relationship with your mom like? My relationship with my mom was great. Mm-hmm. You know, my mother was a fantastic person. Just like awesomely wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not afraid of anything. 
she was always an inspiration to me. And she was the one, um, despite the fact that she only had a 10th grade education, she produced four uh, college um, educated people. Nice. You know, and, and you know, I... I you know, I just lost her last year, oh. uh, and, but I can't say enough about her. She she was she was fantastic. She was the backbone, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, while my father was out doing his thing, you know, my mother was at home with us, taking care of business and making sure that we uh, went to school mm-hmm. and were uh, clean and uh, and that we were uh, uh, human beings and we treated people like uh, like we wanted to be treated. So. Right. She's a she's a saint. Uh, I'm sorry to hear you uh, about your loss. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, what was the dynamic like in the house? Uh, because <laughs> you, I mean, you I'm assuming you didn't know your, what your father was doing at that time, right? Uh, you, you know, it's it's, it's funny. Um, when I was when I was a little little kid, mm-hmm. you know, um, I just knew that my father was home most of the time you know <laughs> I, was, I was like does he ever go to work you know, and, you know and then uh you know at night you know he'd be out and that that would be it um mm-hmm. uh but uh i spent a lot of time watching tv mm. you know I, I i don't know whether it was an escape mechanism for me but uh i enjoyed watching um all types of television shows, yeah. uh, the Ed Sullivan show. You know, mm-hmm. I remember seeing the Beatles the first time they came <laughs> to uh, came to America and was on the Ed Sullivan show. Wow. I remember my first time seeing James Brown and Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell and yeah. all the Motown acts. You know, um, I loved watching uh, movies. Mm-hmm. I, I dug old movies. I had uh, my mother's sister, my aunt Pat is seven years older than I am. And so when she was a teenager, she would take me with her friends to the movies, to the Saturday matinee. And so I was, you know, this nine-year-old just kind of hanging out with my aunt and, uh, and her, and her cronies and, (laughs) and Saturday afternoons were my favorite time. Cause you know, we would, we would just go to the movies and sit in there. And this was back before multiplexes. So, you know, you had this one huge screen, you know? And so, you know, a a, a nose hair was like, you know, (laughs) 10 10 feet tall, you know, (laughs) but I remember, uh, I mean, I, I don't mean to digress, but yeah. I remember the first time seeing the Ten Commandments, you mm. know, the, the Ten Commandments that Charles everybody Hesson. sees. Yeah. 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 Every, yes. every, you know, the one that you see every Easter and stuff. <laughs> right. you know, I, have no, I have no explanation for why the Ten Commandments <laughs> comes on during Easter. But, uh, but uh, we saw the parting of the Red Sea, mm. you know, and back then, you know, that was phenomenal, right. you know, because, you know, you, you, you have this uh, CGI now mm-hmm. that you know can make you believe that you're in there. You know you're sitting in the theater, you can't even breathe because right. the water's so real. But back then, you know it 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 was amazing to us. Wow. And I remember sitting there watching that and going, "Man, I would love to do anything in that movie." Wow. You know, I, I you know I play a slave. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're Moses. Let me show you now. You know? <laughs> Like build those bricks now. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because I actually um was a um tour guide at Universal Studios wow. and where they did the the Red Sea split, and we still to this day talk about it. Wow! Like this is where Ten Commandments, the Red Sea split, <laughs> and they use that same location uh, for King Kong, the uh, the new one. Wow! The 3D. Okay. Yeah. So it was 
really great that you brought that up. Um, I got to go back. Right. You got to go back. <laughs> take that tour. I've been missing some things. I'm going back to take the Universal tour, yeah. man. Take me back to my childhood. <laughs> right. And so uh, did you have any nicknames growing up? Uh, my nickname was Pete. Was Pete? Or Petey. Petey, okay. You know, and uh, <laughs> it's a family nickname. It's funny. Um, I, I have uh, relatives in Philadelphia. Uh-huh. My mother's uh, uh, mother was, was originally from Philadelphia. And so we still have relatives back there. And every time I, I know when I'm home <laughs> and I know when I'm in Philadelphia, I go, hey, Pete. <laughs> that's, that's, and that's just how they say, hey, Pete, hey, Pete, Pete. You know, oh, Pete's here. You know, right. I'm like, I'm home now, you know. <laughs> No Petrie. Pete. No yeah. Pete. 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 My brother's name is Peter. We call uh my dad always call him Pete Wheatstraw. Oh wow. That's then, going then, back, yeah, right? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I, I had oh man, I had so many nicknames like um there, <laughs> there was a wino on our block named Fox. Oh, okay. Wow. Fox the Wino. And 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 it used to make me cry because he used to go, Hey PP. Hey, oh my god. <laughs> Oh, that's just fine. It's the wide, though. Don't worry about it. <laughs> hey, pee-pee. That's too much. <laughs> so in uh, in school, mm-hmm. uh, did you uh, feel the acting buzz? Like, did you do performance uh, in theater or anything like that? Classes? Okay, so I always had a gift for impersonation. Yes. And, uh, and, and I also used to listen to these old comedy albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, an album for you folks out there that don't know. It's an LP. Uh, hey, LP. It's, it's, vi- it's vinyl. <laughs> you know, and you put a needle on it. You know, it's like, kids, now it's kids. used for decoration. Right, right. Shattered. Kids, kids, kids will be listening going, I have no idea what he's talking about. You know, <laughs> right. right. Uh, but um, so I, uh, I, I, in school, um, I had teachers who, oh, man, uh, first of all, Major props to the New York City uh, public school system. Mm. Okay, I was raised in it. I was educated in it, and I think I got a damn good education out nice. of it. Uh, but uh, we had we had these teachers, and one teacher in particular, Miss Blackman, my fifth grade teacher. Uh, you know, we had these end of the year parties, right? Mm. You know, and you come and you yeah. bring your little cupcakes and all that kind of stuff, and you know, and. Um, um, I was always allowed to do like 10 to 15 minutes of stand up. Nice. You know, and so I would tell the clean jokes I knew. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> bad, bad sign when you come in here with Red Fox, you know, oh, and, and Richard Bryan, you know, <laughs> let me tell you, mother. You know? And so, uh, uh, so um, I was allowed to do that. And I was also allowed to do my impersonations. Mm. And one of the impersonations, one of my most accurate impersonations, was of our school principal, oh. Mr. Beckenstein. Okay. And, uh, and I I remember one day I was in the middle of doing Mr. Beckenstein and he and he walked in. Of course. And he stood in the back and uh and you know I'm going at it, you know, <laughs> so boys and girls, we'd like for you to know that this is going to be a good day. <laughs> you know. And at the end of it, Mr. Beckenstein comes over to me and goes, Yeah, no. I don't really think I talk like that. But you're a very good artist. <laughs> oh my! It's like okay. First off, yeah. listening to that voice all day got me. I, 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 I know. Thank God he was the principal, right. not, not your science teacher. Yeah. You know? Oh my you're God! You're going to sleep during the dissecting of the frog. You know, <laughs> it's done, Mr. Beckenstein. Please don't talk no more. The frog is alive. <laughs> so. 
Wow. Okay, well, so you mentioned a little bit growing up, you know, some of the shows and stuff you watched. Uh, was there anything particular that, like, you just had to watch every time it came on? Flip Wilson. Mm. The Flip Wilson show. Wow. Oh, my God. And, 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 and America agreed. But this is amazing that this black man was during the the 60s yeah. and 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 yeah. early 70s that his show was like number 1 on mm-hmm. NBC just a half hour variety show but he had everybody on there and then flip was the funniest man like you know I'm I'm sorry but Cosby <laughs> Flip Wilson, yeah. uh, you know, uh, uh, well, Red Fox, Richard, Richard Pryor, Pryor, but yeah. but Cosby and Flip Wilson, you got to see all the time, mm-hmm. you know, um, Cosby and I Spy, and then subsequently in his own uh, uh, variety show, yeah. Flip Wilson was just hilarious, yeah. and and I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait for Geraldine to come on. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was disappointed on any week that he didn't bring Geraldine out. Oh, he was so funny. Let me tell Geraldine. you something. Something wrong. Whoa! One time for the killer. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so you know, and and like I said, you know, being a being impressionable and being a, a person who was capable of impersonating mm. most of the people I saw, you know, um, that that was that was it for me, man. Wow. And but that was when the uh when the entertainment bug like hit me man yeah. you know uh, that and singing and sing yeah, oh, yeah. I, I hear you write you write as well poetry I, I, music I do right yeah. I, I write poetry I write music nice. you know I have a you know um I'm I'm blessed I have a a song that I did uh, uh about 7 years ago uh, with my son, okay. uh, and he was uh, was and is an inspiring rapper, nice. you know. And uh, and I have a friend who um, he's a he's a pianist, mm-hmm. um, and and he asked me. Uh, he, he came to me one day and he said, "You know, I heard you kidding around the other day. Uh, we were in the we were in the studio doing something else." And he said, "I heard you singing, man." He said, "I have a piece of music." He said, "But I can't figure out." what I'm supposed to do with it. He said, I was wondering if you would like write a poem to it or mm. something like that. So I was like, yeah. And he gave it to me and, um, automatically, uh, you know, I don't know if most writers do it this way, but you hear a hook, yeah. you know, something, something, something in that music says, this is what it's supposed to be. Right. And you, you create a hook and then you kind of fill it in, you mm-hmm. know? And, uh, uh, I just started riffing to it, and he's like, "Man, take it home with you." And and you know, and probably like half an hour later, I had most of the words done. Wow, and, nice. Uh, and I went back to him, and uh, Jimmy, his name is Jimmy Malone, mm-hmm. and he's blind, mm. uh, but he is a you know, I, I don't I don't know how I'm blessed to know all these gifted blind <laughs> pianists. I'm like, wait a minute. I can see and I can't play the piano, you know, but Jimmy is a fantastic artist and I took it back to him and, uh, he was so taken with it. He's like, man, let's, let's go and record it. And I was like, fine. And he said, well, um, he said, do you hear any background vocals? And I said, I do. I said, but I said, much like Marvin Gaye, I want to do my own background yeah, vocals. You yeah. know? I said, I want, I, I've always wanted to try that. And so we did it, and I did all the vocals on it, and there was one part that I felt uh, needed a, a, a short rap, you know. 
and uh, I, I guess there was 16 bars open there. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I asked my son. Uh, what I did was I, I kind of tricked him into doing it. We were in the car, uh -huh. and I just played the music, oh, you know. Okay. And he's sitting there, and his head is bopping, and he's uh -huh. grooving to you. He goes, who's that? And I go, oh, that's my friend Jimmy. He goes, and he goes man, that's, that's fat. I said, wow. I said, do you think you could write something to that? You know, he's uh -huh. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, you know, yeah, something dealing with, and I gave him the theme, which yeah. was um, fundamentally uh, the, the song is called It's a New Day, and it and in this song I talk about how we have to respect one another and stop calling each other the N-word. Yeah. And, you know, I can't believe I just said the N-word. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but uh, and so that was the theme of the of the song, mm -hmm. and, um, and so my son uh, wrote, the rap without having heard the rest of the song. Wow. Okay. You know? And uh, we went into the studio, man, and and I did the vocals, and my son, I just watched the look on his face, his jaw dropped. <laughs> and he's like, I didn't know, you know, I knew dad could sing, but I didn't know, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and, and then he put it in, man, and, wow. uh, and we brought it all together. So it's, um, it's, it's out there. It's on YouTube. Okay. All right. And it's, what's the name of it? It's a new day. It's a new day. Yeah. On YouTube. Y'all give it a listen. Yeah, tell for me sure. Give it a li you know? listen, the thumbs up, and <laughs> support my brother. Here. That's right. And, <laughs> and if you don't like it, don't say anything. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm, very, I'm, I'm very sensitive. <laughs> I can be very hostile when you come up to me and go, hey, man, your song suck, but I love you on Judge Judy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Speaking of the N-word, like, you, uh, didn't you write in, in a short film, correct? And you starred in a, in a short film? Oh, um, yeah. Um, it was actually, um, it, it, uh, I think that's called the N-word. I, yeah. I didn't write it. You didn't but, write it. But, it was uh, just but I was, I was in it. it. And uh, a friend of mine up in uh, Northern California, up in Sacramento, asked me, uh, hey, man, I got this role, man, and mm. I wrote for you and stuff. And I was like, okay, man, I'm, <laughs> I'm down. You know, I, nice. I'm, I'm, I'm still in law enforcement, but with a futuristic bend. Right, you right. Know? Um, I think I think that might be available on YouTube. <laughs> Everything is available Everything on YouTube. Available. Okay, right. anything, yeah, so you, anything you, we discuss here. <laughs> you have a very you know interesting story. You know, you start in in law, and uh, yeah. and you are very successful in the entertainment industry. Can you tell us about that transition? And then you have a very interesting story of how you got on Judge Judy. So I definitely okay. want to hear that. <laughs> well. Um, uh, yeah, so I, uh, in 1985, mm -hmm. uh, uh, I became a court officer, um, first in Brooklyn Family Court, and then I got transferred to Manhattan Family Court, where uh, amongst the judges that I worked with was one Judge Judy Shineland. Mm -hmm. um, and I spent uh, four years in Manhattan Family Court. Um, in 1990, I moved out to uh, California um, to... Um, uh, um, give my kids a a, a, a better shot, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, uh, in Brooklyn at that time, there was a lot of uh, violence going on, you know, yeah. stuff like that. And so, um, uh, my uh, my ex wife was from was from San Francisco, and uh, wanted to try to raise the kids out there. So, we moved out to uh, the San Francisco Bay Area. Um, I worked in law enforcement for three years out there, and then I got an opportunity to work uh, as a campus supervisor at a high school. Mm, okay. And I didn't, I didn't quite know what that meant, but I, I knew I always, uh, some kind of way, kids 
always worked their way into my life. They, uh, you know, I, I worked daycare. <laughs> I ran a community center in the Bedford-Stuyvesant section of Brooklyn. You know, hmm, so wow. some kind of way, you know, and, and I always enjoyed working with kids, and they always seemed to enjoy me. Anyway, I'm working there. And one day I take my break and I happen to be reading the newspaper and I, I read the gossip column uh, by Liz Smith, which uh, usually talked about Broadway and different things that were going on yeah. in, in the New York entertainment scene. And I get to the end of this particular column and I see that there is this woman, Judge Judith Shinelin, who's written a book, Don't Pee on My Leg and Tell Me It's Raining, shameless plug. And uh, <laughs> and and you can find it on YouTube. <laughs> uh, and that they were developing a TV show for her. And I said, wow, I was, I was so excited. I was like, I know Judge Shinelin. Right. So I wrote her a letter and um, I faxed it to her, you know. And about three weeks later, she called me uh, at my job and said, uh, I appreciate the letter because, you know, it was just like a congratulatory letter. Uh-huh. And she said, I know you were kidding at the end of your letter, which I said, if you ever need a bailiff, I still look good in uniform. Right? <laughs> uh, and she said, uh, you were kidding, but we do need a bailiff. So and you're out there in California already. And they're planning on doing the show in California. That's awesome. And she said, as I remember, you kind of crazy. I said, well, I'm still kind of crazy. <laughs> and she said, well, if you're crazy enough to try this with me, I will recommend you for the job. Wow. And that was sight unseen. She didn't wow. know. I, yeah. I, I could have been 500 pounds. Yeah. You know? uh, but fortunately, I wasn't. And, uh, <laughs> and I had one of the kids on the, on the campus. I'll never forget. I had this young lady uh, on the campus. Uh, she was taking pictures for the yearbook. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, you know, if I, if I get dressed tomorrow, you know, wear a nice shirt and some jeans or something like that, can you take a couple of pictures of me to send to these people in Southern California? Yeah. And she did it. I sent the pictures, and uh, six months later, uh, they flew me down there, interviewed me, and told me if I wanted it, I had the job. I was like, uh, sure. <laughs> and, uh, you know, took a leave of absence, of course. Yeah. You know, my mama ain't raised no food. Right, you right. Know, that, oh, yeah, right. Just uh, one foot. No, I'm sorry. There is no job. Uh, we had to leave your role on the cutting room floor. I right. hope you didn't quit your job. Right. <laughs> right. Not me, buddy. Wow. You know, That's so. an incredible story, though. It just, it's, uh, it just shows you anything can happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anything and what's meant for you is meant for you did That's you true. think that um did you think that it would go 23 years on like what did you expect when you signed up <laughs> anybody that tells you that tells you that they think that their show is going to go 20 years is lying to you okay it's like look if i get two good years i'm saving up all my money you know and uh so no 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 there was no way i mean I knew that the show that I knew that the show would be popular, yeah. and the reason I knew is because I knew Judge Judah Shinley, mm-hmm. and she was a pistol in the actual courtroom back in Manhattan Family Court, and she just transferred it and brought her natural talent yeah. to bear in Hollywood, you know, and. Uh, uh, so, you know, we passed year five. I'm like, oh, yeah, good, good, <laughs> still okay. going. You know, like, you know, what do you do for a living? I'm an actor. <laughs> you know? At least that's what it says on my W-2 form, you know. And uh, year 10 passes, and I'm wow. like, oh, okay, I think we're going to be here for a minute. Yeah. And year 15, I'm like, okay, some, 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 the guy's playing a joke here, you know. <laughs> year 20, yeah, you know, and so, wow. you know. 
That's you crazy. know, next thing I know, we're 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 past the twenty year mark, yeah. and, and and I've been doing, I've been I've been a TV bailiff longer than I was ever a regular bailiff. <laughs> You know, so. Hey, we'll take it, right? That's you right. Good, That's right. Hey, listen, who makes more money, the president or the person who acts like right. the president? <laughs> exactly. I'd rather be the guy who acts like the president. You know, cut. Right. I'm going home. I'm not the president. Thank you. Job is done for the day. That's right. right. That's right. Wow. So it, it's so it's pretty much like the the, the camaraderie between you and and Judy. Uh, on set is pretty much the same as Offset, right? That how you were before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we we are we are exactly who we are. That's awesome. You know? man. And so you know the cutting up and the and you know the the kind of uh, uh, acknowledgement that we have yeah. of of where we come from. You know, because she Brooklyn gal. You yeah, know, as, yeah, as she always says, I'm, <laughs> I'm a Brooklyn gal. I go, yeah, well, I'm a Brooklyn guy. It seems like <laughs> seems like a match made in heaven. <laughs> Did you do you um the, your looks and your expressions are all are key on the show? <laughs> They're so hilarious. Um, is this something that you brought naturally to the show, or was it something they were like, okay, give us some more of blah blah blah? You know what? They they never asked me to do anything. Mm-hmm. In fact, the first time uh, uh, I was I was uh, designated sort of like um like an under five player. You okay, know? like you know I was just supposed to be like sort of background. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, uh, I, I remember the first show that I said something, you know, she looked at me and, and the person was trying to deflect and say it was the other person's mm-hmm. fault. And so she looked at me and she went, yeah, S-O-D-D-I. And so I just looked back at her. I said, yeah, some other dude done it. And the audience cracked up. And, and so after we finished taping that episode, the director came to me and said, oh, did you guys practice that? And I go, no, no, no. If you're from New York, you, you know what S-O-D-D-I is, you know. And so uh, he said, do you plan to talk to her all the time? I go, if she says something to me, yeah. I'll say something to her. He says, okay. They go and they change the designation. All right, he's now a principal player. You know? We're going to have to actually pay him some money. You know? right. you know? Let's move him up. Yeah, no, yeah. no more kibbles and bits. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Another bag of potato chips for the guy over in the corner. You know? So wow. so that that changed the dynamic. Yeah, for sure. And uh, from then on, you know, whenever, you know, all of my – reactions pretty much are natural you know mm-hmm. especially the faces that people are looking at you know i i, I hear it all Making the time memes out oh, of boy. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like oh you know people people are sitting at home going Look at Bird. Watch Bird's yep. face, baby. You know, and, you know. I've had people come over and go, "Man, you the reason I watch the show, yeah. man." Because while she's going off, man, yeah. you just calm and cool. <laughs> and then we look at your face, or when you go over and get the paperwork, and you look at them, it's like, "Oh, look, Bird mm-hmm. shaking his head. No, that's that. They gonna lose, you know." Right? Yeah, so, you're too. Both your relationships uh, different from a lot of other uh, courtroom yeah. dramas. Relationships between the bailiff and you are the longest uh, TV bailiff. Yes. In history, you know, on the same know, show. Do me a favor crazy? when you get a chance, you know, call uh, Guinness World Book of yeah. Records. <laughs> All right, let's put I, this guy. I, up. They gave her one, and I'm like, I've been standing here too. <laughs> I, I listen to every case she listened to. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come on, let's get one for the brother. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, yeah, that's true, man. That's, that's, that's awesome. You know. and then you won an Emmy. I yeah. Number one a daytime uh, show, TV show, yep. CBS, and I mean, yep. how was that? Twice feeling, yeah, twice. How was that feeling for you? It, it, well, here's the thing. Um, I actually got my Emmy 
mm-hmm. from the judge. Yeah. You know, and uh and so it was it was it was cute. I was like, oh, wow, that's nice, you know. So what did I do? I rode around with it in the back of my car all the time. And when I would go, like, I have have a friend, uh, her name is Stella, and she's uh, an older woman. Uh And and when she comes to Sacramento, when she would come to Sacramento, she would get together with all her her friends that she she knew on the the Air Force Base up there. And uh, so she would invite me up. And (laughs) so I'd go up there, and I'd have lunch with these little ladies, you know, little right. old ladies, and they'd ask their questions, <laughs> and I'd field their questions and stuff. And so one day I go up to have lunch with them, and I go, have you ladies ever taken a picture with an Emmy? <laughs> and they're like, no, wait here. <laughs> and I go in the back of my car, and I come back with the Emmy, and I'm like, here you go. Awesome. Gather around, you know? So it's like, uh, you know. Not, That's awesome. Not the dog, the Emmy, you know, the, uh, the Academy, but, um, you know, it's, it's a very nice piece of plastic, <laughs> statue, metal, whatever it's made of. Yeah, whatever it's made of, right? Whatever it's made of, yeah, yeah. Pewter. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you're, what is it like diving into uh, different characters? Because you you worked with Chris Rock, you know, and mm-hmm. Everybody Hates Chris, yeah. and you know, I'm sure that had to be an amazing experience working it, with that it, comedian. It is, it is. <laughs> you know, well, well the, the funny thing was, uh, I my scene was with Debbie Allen, mm-hmm. right? And I had always been a Debbie Allen fan, you know, and so uh, we had to climb up um, like the outside of this facade of this building. We uh, had to climb up uh-huh. the fire escape, and the scene was that you know, hey, everybody knows what happened. Everybody knows what happened to the kid who didn't, who went in his mother's purse and took her money, you know. <laughs> so, 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 uh, and then you, you, it switches, of course, and you see me standing there holding this kid upside uh-huh. down. And Debbie Allen is the mother, and so she goes, you know, uh, you know, didn't tell me if you took my money. No, I didn't take it. <laughs> so if you tell me the truth, I'll let you go. And so the kid goes, okay, okay, I did it. <laughs> and so Debbie looks at me and goes, drop his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then she looks over and goes, I told you I let you go. <laughs> right? So it was a hilarious scene. Hilarious. But I remember walking up this this fire escape <laughs> behind Debbie, right? Uh-huh. And Debbie's nervous walking up this fire uh-huh. escape. So I said, Don't worry, Debbie. I have your back. Right? <laughs> and and I have my hand in the small of her back. Uh-huh. And Debbie says literally, she says, Listen, you can have my whole ass. <laughs> Just don't let me go. <laughs> Oh, they gotta love her. But 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 it's funny. The day I got that the day I got that job, Mm -hmm. I happened to be walking on the um, the Paramount lot Mm. uh, over there at the New York backdrop uh, where they shot. Uh, Everybody hates Chris, and I was showing my cousin around Mm -hmm. who who was in from New York, and my cousin all that time had been going on. Going on and on and on about her favorite actress, Whoopi Goldberg, mm, right? Yeah. The whole time she's with me, that whole week. And so we're walking off, and I hear some people talking behind me, and I go, Don't look now, cuz, but Whoopi Goldberg is behind us. Wow. So my cousin, she, she's all nervous and everything. I said, Now don't say anything. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you an, you know, an autograph. Uh-huh. I'm going to get you a picture with yeah. her. You know, just be cool, <laughs> you know? And so I, I go, Miss Goldberg. And she, Whoopi turns around, looks at me, and starts walking back towards me. Mm. And so I said, look, I don't know who she thinks I am, but get your camera ready. You know, <laughs> we're we going to get this. And I said, 
Uh, this is my cousin Sherry, and I'd like to introduce myself. She said, don't insult me like that. I know who you are. Oh. She said, and I know who your boss is. She said, how is Miss Judy Bird? Uh. I said, oh, she knows me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know? And she's like, hey, wait right here. You know, I got to go and change, but wait right here. Don't go anywhere. I uh-huh. said, all right, y'all heard whoop, right? <laughs> whoop said, don't go nowhere. I'm going to be right here, whoop. <laughs> whoop, 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 <laughs> whoop. whoop. <laughs> you know, but you know wow. it's, it's 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 amazing when that things is. like that happen, man. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know to to have a chance sometime to meet people that I've only impersonated, mm-hmm. or you know I've, I've I've seen them on TV, and you know that's that's always exciting for yeah. me, man. You know, I'm I'm still like. Uh, I'm still like the biggest fan. That's that's you good. know, that's and, good. and and it's always amazing when they're like, Bert, Bert, do me a favor, man. Uh, you know, make make a recording for my mama. My mama <laughs> like you, you know. <laughs> you know? All right, Mister like T, one quick, yeah, yeah. one quick, right, one Yeah, my mother one. She like it. She like it, boy. <laughs> yeah. So what are um, uh, what's something that you would tell like uh, an aspiring actor that's coming into L.A. Trying to get their their feet in the door, uh, what's something that you would like to share with them? Oh God, uh, all all the cliches. Uh, yeah. uh, what is it? Um, uh, success is when preparation and opportunity meet. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, prepare nine times as much as you deliver. Mm. You know, um, uh, be ready. Uh, that that's one of the things that I always tell uh, young folks. I go, be ready to deliver right. what it is you have on a moment's notice. Mm-hmm. So if you say you're a singer and I go sing something, mm-hmm. sing something, sing anything, you know, I, I'm I'm not going to be impressed with your choice of song necessarily. <laughs> right. I'm going to be impressed, hopefully, with your vocal ability. Right. But you have to show it and you have to be ready at all times, you know. Uh, like, like they say, you know, you got to stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Mm-hmm. You That's know? true. Um, uh, and, and also... Um, uh, be kind to the people that you meet on the way to your success. Mm. Applaud their success because yours is coming. Yeah. And you want people to applaud your success the same way you did theirs. Right. You know, that's, um, that's good. And so how do you prepare uh, a role? Like give me a couple of things that you do uh, to prepare for a, world, a role offset and then onset. Got it. Um, uh, for a role Offset, um, I just remember what Spencer Tracy said. Spencer Tracy said, just learn your lines, damn it, and <laughs> deliver them. <laughs> you know, just look at the other guy and stand and deliver. <laughs> and so um, my thing is I I keep going over it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever I have a role um, that's offered to me, I want to learn uh about that character, mm-hmm. uh, what's surrounding, what if, if anything, no matter how minuscule the role may be, I want to know what's the character's motivation and what's what's the character's history. And if not, I make I make one up because yeah, right. that helps that helps me get into who that character is. Right. You know, the other thing is just being prepared and and learning the lines mm-hmm. you know and running them over and over and over again <laughs> and I and I I could be OCD about that man you know like I'm going to I'm going to read the line into my phone yeah. and then I'm going to play it back just yeah. just the other person's line and then I answer it 
within that time, you know. Right. And, and once I have that down, it's like, all right, I'm ready to go in and uh, ready to go ahead and book. And that's <laughs> it. That's right. That's right. Always be booking. ABD. <laughs> right. Well, um, uh, now we're going to head into a, a little fun segment of the episode. Okay. But I want to take a time and say thank you all for, if you're uh, watching this live, thank you for streaming in and um, thank you to Black Hollywood Live and AfterBuzz TV uh, for allowing us to be here and it's great to have you, Bert. Thank, thank you. you for coming again. Um, so, I want to hear some impressions. I, I mean, there's two, <laughs> there's two <laughs> ones I would definitely want to hear. So I hear you could do a, a wonderful Trump impression. <laughs> Let me tell you something now, okay? Everybody knows that I do things and I do them bigly. I big, I'm, I'm a big person and I do them bigly. I'm, I'm 72 years old. Of course, the seven is silent. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was a good. Like that. You like that? Okay. And 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 my other one I, I, now. He's gone he from here, gone. but I'm gonna tell you right now, yes. he's back. He's back, and let me tell you some you some of them. Okay, I, I don't like kids. I don't like kids. Something wrong with kids. Something wrong. You gotta pray for me because I got a bad attitude. Next time I see him, there's gonna be some furniture moving. Believe that, because I ain't scared of you, mother. <laughs> yes, love that one. I I actually wish you could you could cuss and all that because it's because <laughs> we all know how much Bernie. Stop short, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, so we actually had a couple questions online from okay. people wanting to ask you. Uh, one of the questions was, "Have you ever ran into someone uh, that was on the show?" <laughs> and if you did. <laughs> Did you rec- or did they recognize you? And how was the reaction? <laughs> okay, so so the, the the best one was let's say we taped uh, on a Thursday, uh-huh. right? And it was this gentleman who um, it was his case against his daughter and uh, against rather against his daughter's mother, and and the daughter's mother wanted him to pay for her car even though her grades weren't that good and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And I sympathize with this guy anyway. After the show was over, after, after they walked to the back, I just kind of patted him on the back. I said, hey, man, I'm a father. I get it, you know. <laughs> and two days later, uh-huh. I'm in Northern California. I was living in a place called Elk Grove, which is a suburb of Sacramento. Mm-hmm. I walk into Chili's, right, and I'm going into Chili's just to go uh, in the to-go section. Mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to buy something, you know, and take it home. Mm-hmm. And... This guy walks up to me, and I look, and I go, hi, you look familiar. It's the guy from the show oh, two wow. days before. Wow. That, you know? <laughs> and he, he, he said, he said, I just want to thank you. He said, because, you know, I was upset originally at the judge's decision. Wow. He said, but, you know, just a little pat on the back, man, you know. you know." And he said, uh, if you got time for a beer? I was like, sure. Wow. You know, as long as you ain't trying to kill me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. you, you did lose, right? <laughs> you know. So you know, uh, I, I, a lot of times I've I've actually run into people yeah. who were on the show, or they come up to me and they remind me they were, they were on, the on the show. show. You yeah, know, yeah. and there's a, there's a, there's a couple of near famous people who were who were on the show. Yeah, and and uh, you know, I've seen them at like. Emmy Awards or something mm-hmm. like that, and they go, you know, I was on your show. And like, uh, yeah, 20, 23 years. Yeah, right. I'm not, I'm not, 
I'm not really remembering. 23 yeah. is a lot right. of people. Right, 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 right. I'm lucky if I can remember the shows at the end of the day. You know? <laughs> and this was this one was actually a, um, a fun question. It said, "Did you have? Do you have any um, um, events where you and other judges or other bailiffs on different shows get together?" <laughs> you know, you know it, it's funny. Actually, the, the, the pat answer to that is no. Okay. I've, I've had the good fortune of sitting with uh, uh, Judge Kevin Ross mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Judge Mathis. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we, we were, we were uh, trying to idealize how to reach out to uh, young black men in particular uh, and, uh, you know, give them some hope and, and, and uh, try to uh, help mentor them, you know, and, and both— Kevin Ross and and Judge Mathis uh, and myself are are involved with organizations that are are helping to mentor young black men. So in that regard, you know, I've 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 run into them um, at daytime Emmys mm-hmm. at different parties and stuff. Um, uh, the bailiffs, however, uh, most of them can't afford to go anywhere. You know, they, I, you know, it's it's, they it's a shame. They they're working stiffs, man. They are working stiffs. But I've reached out to just about every bailiff on mm. every court show, uh, just to call them and say, "Hey, man, you know, uh, you're doing good work. I watch nice, you nice. Um, um, hang in there, you know, and uh, any advice that I can give them from an actor's perspective, being on the number one court show, I try to reach out to, you know, to them and, and, right. and help them out. But I would, I would love, I would love to, there's, there's one, I'll tell you now, he used to be on a show called Texas justice. His name is William uh-huh. and he lives in Houston. Okay. I've never met him face to face. But one day when I was driving from Nashville, Tennessee to L.A. to uh, help my friend bring his daughter's car uh-huh. uh, from Nashville to L.A., we stopped in Memphis at, uh, at the uh, Stax uh, Records Museum. Wow. And this man said, you know, you look familiar. You look like that guy on Judge Judy. I said, well, I am that guy on Judge <laughs> Judy. And I said, uh, he. I, I said, where are you from? He said, I'm from Houston. I said, oh wow. I said, uh, uh, I said, uh, I have a friend that's from Houston. I, I said, I've never met him. His name is William. He used to be on Texas Justice. Mm-hmm. The guy says, I work with him. Wow. He works the he works the midnight to seven in the morning shift, and I and I worked the shift just before him. Wow. And I went, wow. So we we took a picture, uh-huh. and uh, I have Williams phone number in, in my phone and we sent it to him and William's like, what are you doing with her? You, know? <laughs> wow. uh, you never know where I you am, never man. Know. I'm always watching That's you, crazy. You know? That's awesome. And you, so you mentioned that you also do a lot of, I mean, you do a lot of things, but also giving back the OK program, uh, yeah. Teen Center USA. Yeah. And yeah. so you serve as board members on those com- committees, yeah. right? Yeah. I've, I've, uh, I've since stopped doing, uh, uh, Teen Center USA. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still in touch with them, though, man. They they still do fantastic work with uh, with with the youth in um, up in uh, Elk Grove, California, again, mm-hmm. the suburb of uh, Sacramento. Um, but I continue to work. Uh, I think this is 13 years now. I've been the the national chairperson uh, uh, for the OK program. Mm-hmm. OK stands for our kids. 
And uh, it is a black male mentoring program that was started, oh, my God, it's 29 years old uh, this year. And um, it was started by a deputy sheriff by the name of Donald Norcross. Mm -hmm. Um, He just saw our boys going into the criminal justice system, uh, uh, but, you know, coming out, you know, just uh, torn up by it, you know. And uh, he kept saying to his wife, somebody's got to do something. Somebody's got to save our boys. And his wife looked at him and said, well, maybe that's supposed to be you. Mm. And so uh, Donald took it upon himself to start uh, involving himself in their lives, meeting with them on Saturdays, having what he calls kick it sessions, which is, you know, they get a chance to talk about the issues facing young black men nowadays. Um, um uh, rewarding them uh, at the end of the year by taking them on trips, you know, camping and uh, Disneyland and different things <laughs> like that, you know. Uh, but those rewards would come. Uh, the price was that they had to have perfect attendance mm. uh, during the school year and uh, had to have at least a 2.5 grade point average. Mm. Um, uh, I, I I can't begin to tell you how many thousands of boys the program has helped. Nice. Uh, it's in I believe ten different cities in nine different states, and uh, it's it's just a fantastic program, man. That's it's, awesome. You know, that's dope. I like that. <laughs> Get, helping us young folk, right? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, listen, that that's the future, man. Right? It you is. Know what I'm saying? It is. You know, <laughs> I want I want to make sure that they're not running me over that day. That, <laughs> You know, while they while they were pushing me around in my wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I have time for two more questions. I want to ask you, mm-hmm. um, what profession other than your own right now would you like to participate in? Oh wow, um, uh, school teacher. Okay. Um, um, uh, in fact, I, I I've put in my uh, my my paperwork to become a substitute teacher here oh, nice. in L.A. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I we we take fifty two days a year, so we actually I actually have a lot of time on my hand, and I need to be kept off the streets during the day. <laughs> uh, so uh, so I, I I know that there is a need for uh, male teachers yeah. and black male teachers mm-hmm. in particular, and so yes. uh, I'm going to toss my hat in the ring, uh, so to speak, and and make sure that uh, I put my money where my mouth is. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. And then last question. Mm-hmm. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say to you? <laughs> you got that five I loaned you? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with my money. I said with my money. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what? You know what? I, I have a feeling that God is going to say, I wanted to tell you that you messed up a couple of times, but don't worry because all is forgiven because I'm the Lord. <laughs> I always say the same thing to me. That's right. <laughs> Except without the Cosby voice, without, right? Yeah, that might be a little scary. I don't know. Well, I'd like to thank you so much for coming in and in oh, the active pleasure. studio and just sharing a little bit of yourself beyond Judge Judy. And uh, I'm sure everyone had a 
had a great time. I know I did. Hope you had a great time coming That's in. That's going to be the name of my new show, Beyond, Beyond Jazz, Jazz Judy, Judy, right? You know. Hey, listen, you guys, go on uh, YouTube and look up Bonding with Bird. It Bonding is, with uh, Bird. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a show that uh, that I've been trying to get going with my uh, with my fiance, uh, soon to be my wife. Nice. All right, cool. And then also, where else can they find you on social media? Oh, uh, Bird the Bailiff on Twitter and Instagram mm-hmm. and and um, something else. Uh, who? Oh, I know on Facebook. <laughs> I know there's my, my a lot. Is egg on Facebook. There's a know? lot to keep track of. I, I know. I'm, I'm old. I'm old. You know. You so, got Snapchat. You got. <laughs> you can find me on MySpace. <laughs> no. Well, it's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for watching. It's your boy Danny Royce. We'll see you next week, same place, same time, inside the Black Actor Studio. Have a good one. On behalf of our PHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.